good day, everybody. Pastor Tim Carson here, Christian Center Shreveport Daily Podcast. So glad you joined us today. We have an urgent warning about the crisis that we're in in the world and what is happening in the war in Israel. And it's a moment for the church to rise and shine, but to wake up in this hour. We're going to speak to that and ask you to participate for this awakening to encourage they will give no sleep to their eyes until God establishes grace. There will be no peace in their nights until the Lord makes Jerusalem a praise. He has sworn it by his strength. Blessings to you. Thanks for joining us today. It's a great day because the Lord made it. Let's all agree with that. Well, it's Tuesday. It's the 24th day of October 2023 here from Louisiana, United States of America, speaking life to all those who listen to this sound we're trying to release here from our home state, but from America. For you guys in the nations, we're praying for you. We're standing with you in the midst of this great crisis. Well, I really feel like God's really speaking to my heart, one, to warn, but to have a group of people participate with us to pray for an awakening. Not just an awakening for revival and souls being saved. We obviously always want that but awakening to the hour in which we are living in. We are trying to be Issachars right now, telling you what time it is in the Spirit, and then also what we must do in this hour. We are seeing division in the body of Christ like we never have seen before, and I'm not absolutely disappointed. I am disappointed, but absolutely disappointed in it because we need to know which side uh, people are on. We are in the fulfillment of the prophetic word we released on Yom Kippur, which is chaos and calamity, and also uh, the crossfire that's happening. We have many in the body of Messiah, Christ, who are uh, confused and don't know where to stand on this issue. Many congregations and pastors are not even speaking about the very issue that's going on in the world right now. And one of the reasons is they don't know what to say. And they don't know how to speak. I shared this on our live stream the other day, but um, when it comes to biblical worldview, only about six to nine percent of the body of Christ has a biblical worldview, and that can be correlated to only about six to nine percent of the pulpits talk about it, or actually give the congregants the gift of understanding what it means to look through the lens of the Scripture when we make our stances and when we make our prayer calls uh, to the earth. Uh, Let me remind you of this. It is a season of war. We've been prophesying that. We're not the only ones. Chuck Pierce and many others have prophesied that. Rick Joyner. There's many other prophetic voices that are prophesying that. Uh, I've been prophesying it for quite a few years now. As I shared in my congregation Sunday, the war babies that are being born right now, they are being born in a season of war. And the warning here, and I think 
uh, Rick Joyner gave it last weekend at a conference he spoke at in, in Morningstar was do not pray for peace right now. Uh, this is a time of war. Now, obviously, we always pray for inner peace. We pray for the peace of Jesus to guide us and direct us. But when we're talking about in the earth, it is not a time of peace. It's a time of war. And we've given the updates to you guys about all the people, all the players that are in the battlefield or on the battlefield for potential war. Here's my issue with the church. Uh, Because so many of us are distanced from the physical event, we don't have sirens going off in our neighborhoods. We don't have rocket fire coming near us. It sounds so romantic to, to believe and pray and say, oh, God, give them victory, uh, let them fight as warriors, and then we go and have our cup of coffee and start joking around with each other. I'm not saying we shouldn't enjoy life. Listen to me. But there's a point here that we have got to agree and get the intensity of where we are in the Spirit. And as a prophetic person, as an apostolic prophetic person in that community, we are in a place right now where we are intensely being pushed by the Lord to awaken his church. Remember the ten virgins story uh, as Jesus was teaching about that in Matthew where these are all good people. They're all virgins. They're pure at some level, obviously in the Lord. The shout comes and they are not ready. Guess what's happening right now? The birth pangs, the shouts are coming and the virgins are not ready. They're not awake. Now, remember, I've taught this before. In that passage, we always say the, 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 the virgins who had oil and the ones who didn't. We say the two different groups. But actually, there's three different groups in that story, in that parable. There is the, the wise virgin, the foolish virgin. That's two. The third one is the group that shouts. The bridegroom is coming. Wake up. And that is my message today. And I want you, 318 Company, Genesis, 3, uh, Genesis 14, the 318 mighty men of Abram, that we would be that company that shouts to a sleeping church, that it would wake up and arise in this hour. In Ephesians 5.14, it says, For everything becomes visible in light. Therefore, it says, Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. We have to cry that out. And as we do that, we can agree with what Isaiah 51.17 says, Wake yourself, wake yourselves, stand up, O Jerusalem. And there's a, there's a place here, and it's a real warning, that passage. You who have drunk from the hand of the Lord the cup of his wrath, who have drunk to the dregs of the bowl the cup of staggering, and we're getting close to that, where there's a whole staggering going on. And I like that where it says, wake yourself. There's something inside of us all that has to waken ourselves. And if you're not careful, you're going to miss your opportunity to be used to the Lord in this hour. And it is a critical moment to do that. I'm being awakened in the middle of the night, which, you know, I, don't, I like to sleep. I'm being honest with you. Uh, I need my sleep. I don't do well the next day if I don't sleep. But there's things that God puts on my heart. I've shared it before. I've, in the past, I've, I've been awakened and hear a name of a city or a place. And 
God has me pray. I find out in the news later there was some type of horrible thing that was going to happen in that community. And so God awakens me. So we have to be these watchmen on the wall. We have to be the one that will not give God rest until until Jerusalem, until Israel becomes a praise in all the earth. Now, the potential for world war at some level or major conflicts is at hand. Just last week, uh, the Yemenis, Houthis, who are proxies of Iran, shot missiles from the Red Sea toward Israel. American, fortunately, the, the ships in the region shot down these missiles. This is, this is serious. This has not happened before. You have uh, Syria. You have Lebanon. You have Gaza. You've got other countries that are now aiming at Israel. Uh, you have the Russians involved. You uh, have all sorts of things that engage. Uh, reports come out now with video evidence of weaponry that Hamas has that, that was sent to Ukraine. And the question is, how did they get it? You know, Russians could have captured it, obviously, and just sent it to them. So it tells you Russia, at some level, or some somebody who's corrupt, uh, is sending weapons to them. How's, the, how's it getting in? They're only supposed to be getting humanitarian aid. How's it getting in? These are the type of things that we need to realize where we're, we're at. Chris Reed, a prophet in America, recently had a dream, and he saw the text messages of, of terrorists all talking and planning for these attacks in the, in the world. In Britain right now, I think uh, anti-Semitic attacks are up 130% right now. Uh, you're seeing protests all around the world. We're seeing in America pro-Hamas uh, rallies. Uh, you know, this whole worldview that uh, there's an oppressed people only and that everybody else has to help the oppressed people. Well, we do help oppressed people. That's the church's responsibility. But the fact is, oppression many times like that, Hamas, is self-generated. They don't have to be oppressed, as we've always said it this way. If Hamas or the terrorists put down their weapons, there's peace. If Israel puts down their weapons, there's annihilation. This is the truth, and this is the worldview that we have got to have through the Scripture and standing with what the Lord wants us to do. So I'm asking you to partner with me to pray and to shout. Uh, Have healthy conversations with people. Ask them, do you see what's really going on? Do you see the birth birth? So don't be afraid to have that discussion, Matthew 25, Matthew 24. Where are we? Are these birth pains? Now, I realize that many want to see Jesus come back. I get it. We know that that's not time. The Word says he's coming back for a spotless bride, somebody who's burning for the Lord. I don't believe that's the whole body. I think it's a remnant of people. And so we want to be those people that he wants to come back and rescue and pull us out of this mess that we're in. That's the only answer anyway. But right now, our responsibility is to stay awake and be alert to the hour in which we are living. That is what it says. Awake, awake. Put on your strength, is Isaiah 52. O Zion, that's us, right? Put on your beautiful garments. That's the bridal mandate. And this is the beauty. Because God wants us to bring the beauty of who he is into the earth. And of course, Isaiah 60, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. I want to prophesy that over you. 
But for you who fear my name, the sun of righteousness shall rise with healing in its wings, and you shall go out leaping like calves in the stall. And besides, you know, there's another responsibility here. This is this you know, and it's a time that we're called to do this, right? It's a time in Romans thirteen eleven says, Besides, you know the time, the hour has come for you to wake from sleep, for salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed. Deliverance. Salvation means deliverance. And I want to agree with that. I think that's exactly where we're. Why? Because it says here in Isaiah 60, verse 2, it says, For behold, darkness will cover the earth, and deep darkness the peoples. But the Lord will rise upon you, and his glory will appear on you. This is our moment to shine. In the midst of all this, this chaos, it is the church's moment in the sun, S-O-N, S-U-N as well, where we can shine. People are looking for answers. I said this to you. I find more Jewish people are just wanting to talk. I mean, they're they're putting down their walls. They're just like, "Are you my friend?" Can you imagine living in Britain right now, uh, where you're watching the Islamic spirit begin to attack you, and you're feeling totally unsafe? You never know when you're going to run down a street because the streets are filled with them. And this is what globalism has brought us. It's changed our identities. We now have imported idolatry. We've imported false religion into our nations on behalf of this, you know, oppressive issue, uh, not even looking at the fact that oppression of many of these people groups, not all, are because of their own sin. You know, I've always talked about it. I was Irish, and my family was subject to the, the, to the England because why? They were in idolatry, satanic worship. They were into all sorts of things. Yes, they were oppressed. But guess what? Who, who opened the door? They did. A curse without a cause will not take a light. Now, I'm not here to say we don't have compassion. We love all humans. We want everybody to come to saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. But you've got to look through the lens of the Scripture and see what's going on. And let's pray. There would be a true awakening in the church that we would not have a distorted paganistic view of what is happening in the earth right now, the birth pangs, and try to, to wash them away. And This doesn't even exist right now. It does. Let's press into it. Be with me. Would you help me? Awakening a church. Let's put it first in the spirit. Let's pray. Let's shout out in the spirit. Lord, awake in your, sleep, your church. Awaken me. As it says there in the scripture, awaken yourself. I think that's where we start, and then we build from there. Uh, what we're called to do is to be the watchman on the wall, just like that song when we start this podcast says. So I want you to be encouraged today. Yes, it's a difficult, dark hour in the Spirit, but it's also a powerful hour in the Spirit. The Lord said to me and gave me a prophecy, and others have prophesied it, a 9-11 is going to produce a harvest. That's where we are. Father, I pray right now for this 318 company that they would join with me as shouting, awakening a sleeping church to the hour we're in. Lord, you are about to pour out your spirit. You're about to move things in, this, in the earth. Lord, let us be aware of the season we're in, where we are, and give us strength to fight the good fight. In the name of Yeshua, amen and amen. Well, God bless you. Come back tomorrow. We'll keep building on what's happening. Well, thanks for listening each and every day here on our Daddy Podcast from Christian Center Report here in Louisiana. We'd love to hear from you if you have any comments or you'd like to uh, 
ask for prayer or anything, you can go to our app for sure. We take prayer requests there. We pray for you. Don't forget, you can always write us an email, info at christiancentershreport.com. That's our website. And you can give there. You can find all that we're doing there. Our app is a more applicable place to go because we put more information on that as well as much media content as we can put up so that you'll have resources to navigate through this season. Thank you, each and every one of you, for sowing and praying and standing with us. And may God bless you and may his strength be upon you in the days ahead. Shalom, shalom. We'll see you tomorrow. Love you guys.